1: Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What does motion sound like? With Kizikans free shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks.
0: Here we go. Jake and Josh are here to analyze the game they love for the team they love. This is another Dolphins Podcast. Here's your host, Jake Mendel and Josh Houts.
1: Thanks for tuning in to another edition of another Dolphins Podcast. And we have an entire show dedicated to a tweet that the Miami Dolphins posted earlier today. But before we get into that, the roster moves that the Miami Dolphins announced, I got to welcome my co-host, Joshua Houts. Josh, you got to deal with me two days in a row. I hope you can handle it.
0: I was born for this. We, you and I are like peanut butter and jelly, man. So, yeah, I can handle it. So, um, yeah, I guess it's bittersweet news, right? You get someone back, but you're also losing someone. So we felt the need to come on here and talk about it because it is kind of big news depending on how you look at it. But, um, yeah, man, I have no issue seeing
1: your face back-to-back days. Do we want to start Do we want to start positive? Do we want to start depressing? Your choice.
0: I'm always at what? Is it glass half full, depressing type guy? So we can go with depressing
1: That's it because you're thinking about time. it already being gone instead yeah. of it still being half left. No,
0: it makes sense, yeah. I'm, I'm the depressing one. Let's go Let's go. bad
1: news. Isaiah Wynn, Miami Dolphins starting left guard, who started every game this season for the team, has been placed on injured reserve with, I think it was a quad injury is the uh, actual diagnosis. Mike McDaniel came out on Monday and said it was much more than bangs and bruises. It was going to be a couple weeks That gave us the impression that, hey, maybe two, three weeks, we could see him down the road. The bye week coming up, the Dolphins decided it was the best move to just place him on injured reserve and give him the time to rest up.
0: Yeah, and I I mean, I guess you got to be okay with it, right? I mean, the thing that scares me most is... Get back out there. <laughs> no, yeah, I mean, you got to be okay with it. So he's on IR now. I mean, the bit, first thing I think about is what's going to happen at center, right? I mean, you want Connor Williams to come back. You want him to then take that uh, spot that Liam Eikenberg's currently been playing at the last two weeks. And, you know, he did have a very good week the first week. Some people were apologizing. You know, he did look good against uh, the Panthers. But then this week against the Eagles, not so much. So for me, it all comes down to, okay, um, you know, Isaiah wins now on injury reserve. He's out for, what, at least four weeks. But – What's up with Robert Jones? Where is he at because he has proven that he can start. He's a guy who I think, you know, at times when you project the offensive line in the all season, I mean, some of us probably had Robert Jones as potentially a starting right guard, so or you know, a guard. I guess I shouldn't say right guard because that's Robert Hunt's spot, but a starting guard. So, um I just don't want to see Liam Eikenberg out there anymore. I mean, I know he played that one good game, but I guess that's what I keep going back to, but uh it sucks to lose Isaiah Wynn because he wasn't he was having a bounce back season. He was one of those feel good stories, and you know it would have meant a lot to him to go out there and uh, play the New England Patriots.
1: Yeah, Robert Jones was one of those guys all offseason. It's just kind of an indication that we might pod too much, but yeah, he was one of our favorite players all offseason. We saw what he came in and did during the playoff game, and yeah, seeing him come back would be great. I, I do wonder how these dominoes are going to kind of build themselves back up on this offensive line, right? Armstead's going to be out a couple more weeks, and all of a sudden, man, I'm getting really queasy if Connor Williams isn't back. I'll even say against the Patriots. I'm starting to feel really queasy about this offensive line. And what's concerning about it, too, is that I think it was the Giants game that Connor Williams played in, and I think he overdid it And the quotes afterwards were it started hurting him again, and it wasn't 100%, and then he, ex- he tried to push through it, and that didn't help. Dude, that all sounds horrifying to me. That is the worst thing we need on this offensive line. Uh And we saw it on Sunday night against the Eagles. If the Dolphins, I mean, they can hide a lot of things, but if they don't get those 2.2 seconds that they need, sometimes not able to get even that, I mean, changes everything about what we expect from this offense.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I do think you got to give credit to Butch Berry and the staff for being able to persevere over some of these injuries we've seen, right? But I guess I'd rather it all happen now. And for, you know, Isaiah Wendigo and I are now, for Teron Armstead to be out now, for Connor Williams to get healthy now because, I mean, we're still five and two we still got a long way to go throughout this season it's uh what is it a marathon not a sprint is that the right saying Beautiful. um so i nailed it so um i'm okay with them getting this taken care of you just hope it doesn't linger but i do think that this is a bad omen i just looked and dude like elsa's legs just broken off right next to me <laughs> and i feel like that's some dude. type of omen like that wasn't planned at all and i look over i'm like oh shit
1: how um when do you think lester cotton got into the nfl if you had to guess
0: don't do that to me. You could ask me a basic question. I have no idea. I was going to say, uh, eight years ago.
1: Yeah. You're actually pretty close. He was drafted in 2019. And by pretty Gailed close, it. I mean, oh, no, I thought he was close. like a two, three year guy. I mean, what is an NFL veteran, right? What, my point is he's an NFL veteran eight years, four years. I think they both fit into that bucket. Uh I'm interested to see how he steps up in place of Isaiah. Wynn. we saw that Mike McDaniel was confident to go with him first, not Robert Jones, who has experience playing in this offensive line, Lester cotton. He won two national titles playing at Alabama and Mike McDaniel had a fantastic quote that, uh Lester would be the first one to admit that he knew there are things he has to clean up from Sunday's game. You can think about the false start. I think there was a holding penalty both on him and just the way Mike McDaniel talked about him is that he sounded incredibly confident that Lester Cotton was going to be the guy to step in. He's going to get better each week and kind of like Eichenberg starting in, in Buffalo having to be thrown into the fire against Philly, man, that, that that's no easy task.
0: No, not at all. Cause that defensive lines, um, uh, legit, I'm sitting here shaking my head and kind of laughing, though, because I'm sitting here thinking about the left side of the line. It would be now be Kendall Lamb, uh, Lester Cotton, and then Liam Eichenberg at center. And if I would have told you that um, was who you're rolling out there in what, week eight, I don't know how you'd feel about that. So um, you're right, man. Lester Cotton, let's see how he has a, with a week to prepare. He knows he needs to get better. Um, I was going to ask you jokingly, and I don't even know that we have enough, uh, you know, in analytics or whatever you want to call it. you know enough information to say this but eichenberg versus uh, lester Khan, who would you rather see there at left guard if you had to choose one assuming that you know connor williams comes back
1: sooner or later that's a great question i was starting to think about how these dominoes might fall that look at that man two domino references um it's a hoo-ha two times tuesday we, that you we speedo. need to reach
0: out to domino you tweet at him be like yo can we get a Jake and Josh promo code where you get $5 off Domino's. I couldn't tell you when the last time I was at Domino's.
1: That or just like an order of garlic parm bites just to make yourself feel awful just loaded with or that one of those shitty parm.
0: like Oreo pizzas where it's just like <laughs> no one wants it, but you still try to eat it after the meal, right?
1: You're already disgustingly full and you're like, I got to eat this chocolate. I don't know why, but I hate myself that much. All right. All right. Back on track here. Uh, it's interesting because we have Liam Eichenberg as Miami's backup left guard and center. Uh, I've always been under the impression that I'd rather have guys learn one position instead of have to move all over the offensive line. We do hear some offensive tackles. I think Kendall Lamb specifically say that, Hey, it's the same thing. I can go from one side to the other. No problem. I think Austin Jackson would say the same. Others say it's like trying to write with your other hand trying to learn a new language, doing everything in reverse. So it really depends on, on the different people you have playing there. If you have Connor Williams at center, do you waste all this investment you put in for Liam Eikenberg at center learning how to snap that ball between his legs? He's getting there. I promise. Uh, Do you get rid of all that and then just slide him into left guard? How many more injuries would this offensive line need to really have before you start shuffling guys around? Should we already be having the conversation about trying to get Austin Jackson on the left side, maybe playing left guard, getting something else going at right tackle. I mean, where does, where's that last straw that just kind of makes this thing a disaster?
0: I didn't know if you were saying this intentionally, but are you saying Connor uh, Liam Eikenberg, is this his last straw? Is that what you're saying? Because you're sitting here talking about that and him potentially being a center. I was thinking, well, what if you were to move Connor Williams to left guard now? That that's you know an area you need where we've already seen him be an all-pro, right? So I'd much rather have um, Connor Williams mm-hmm. there at center, but um, you kind of got my wheels turning and saying, okay, well, if they think Liam Eikenberg's this good. Uh, Why not move Connor Williams to left guard where he's already proven to be great, but um, I wouldn't do that. I still think Rob Jones should be that dude left guard, Lester cotton. Let's see what he can do. Again, Liam Michael I respect you for everything you did a week ago against Panthers, but um, I got to get back on that bandwagon and say, please get out of the starting lineup.
1: The heart wants what the heart wants, right? I just, the, the, I meant the offensive line in general before the whole thing, you're just moving guys all over just to get something that will give you some sort of time. Uh, But it'll be just, We'll wait and see. I think Mike McDaniel, I think this uh, offense, Butch Berry had done a great job at developing these guys. They were one of the better offensive lines uh, over the first five, six weeks of the season. I don't think they were poor last year. I know they needed to improve quite a bit, but I thought they did all right. So I'm not going to completely panic, but we're headed down a street that is very scary, very spooky, um, and there's no street lights. So that's something to worry about. Switching over to the defensive side of the football, Joshua, the Miami Dolphins have activated Nick Needham off the physically unable to perform list. We have Xavier Howard coming back. We have Jalen Ramsey coming back there. Since he might even be playing Sunday against the Patriots. And all of a sudden, Nick Needham is back in the secondary. So Josh, what is bringing in someone like Nick Needham do to this defense?
0: All right, well, first you want it. What did you say about Jalen Ramsey in this weekend? What was he that?
1: Might there is some rumblance. There are definitely I,
0: I am wild, I am I crazy. doing
1: some fake news here? Did you not see this? I'm pretty sure there's there's some no, I, I trust
0: I trust you, I trust you 100 percent I just um you know, I guess I don't go on X as much as I once did, and you know, You're can't smart. keep up with everything. But dude, that, that got me feeling chills. But um, yeah, I mean again, we're talking about the health of the dolphins, right? We're talking about the guys that are going on IR, the offensive linemen, we're gonna get back. But, you know, for every negative, I guess maybe there's a positive. I know we lost our left guard like we just talked about, but we're getting Nick Needham back, and we do need help in the secondary right now. We're all wondering where Cam Smith is, but Nick Needham's a guy who's proven he can play on the inside and outside. And I was actually surprised when I went to a Pro Football Focus, definitely not using your login. Um, 200 snaps uh, 200 snaps. Uh, Nick Needham has played on the boundary, and then only 47 snaps in the slot, and then 31 in the box. So, all this time, I thought Nick Needham was mostly a uh, slot, I guess, or a nickel corner. And it sounds like most of his snaps have come on the boundary. So uh, we could absolutely use that. You know, then you still have Kohu in the middle. You have X on one side healthy. Uh, Nick Needham, you know, I know you are not as down on Eli Apple or as he's not as spoiled of an apple to you as he is some of us. But um, he's definitely not a candy apple to anyone. But you get Nick Needham out there, and I think, you know, he can add something to this defense. And. Um, it could be that piece that we're missing to, you know, kind of bridge that gap to when Jalen Ramsey does come back.
1: Yeah. So there was an ESPN report that said that Ramsey might play. Um, Cameron Wolf came out and said it's TBD if he'll play. I still think he won't. I'm I'm still cool holding them back. And if we're under the impression that Ramsey's not going to play and Xavier Howard's not going to play. What's the difference someone like Nick Needham makes? Well, you just mentioned it. He has a lot more experience playing on the boundary than we all expect. He also played 407 snaps in the slot in 2021. So it's important to keep in mind here that this is a very flexible player. And on top of that, Mr. Houts, this is somebody who doesn't miss tackles. He had one abysmal performance where he missed two tackles uh, week 11 back in the 21 season. But outside of that, three the entire rest of the year. I know this was more than, you know year and a half ago when he was last on the field playing consistently Um, he only played what seven games or so last year but just someone who can be a sound presence in that secondary someone who can just simply make the tackle I think that's so important when you consider this Miami Dolphins defense is trending in the right direction they allow just 7.4 yards per completion I think just making sure you can wrap your guy up making sure you're not giving them an extra first down or two getting you know that 13 to 17 to 23 yard completion I think that's so important in that defense I think wherever Nick Needham lines up whether he starts as a boundary and then works his way inside I'm excited to see what he can do I mean he's always been one of my favorite players to watch
0: Yeah, he's kind of the acorn with the uphill battle. He's kind of the underdog that always just, you know, goes out there and proves that he's better than, you know, a lot of people give him credit for. I guess the one question I would have is, you know, how quickly is he familiar with this defense, right? I don't want to bring out Brandon Jones, you know, or I guess, you know, call him out too much, but yeah, we all were kind of stoked for what Brandon Jones might do in this defense. And I mean, it seems like there's some transition there that it, you know, he didn't get right back into things after his injury and pop right back out there. So, um, I think if there's any time we could use Nick Needham now would be the time. Um, I, that's crazy that Jalen Ramsey's gonna be back. I mean, I think Merrick touched on it, man. He could be back for the Germany game, right? And that's he, he's got that. He's got his eyes on that Kansas City game. But I, I'm glad Nick Needham's coming back, um, and we'll see what he does. We'll see how excited or how uh, Vic Fangio decides to use him, inside, outside. You know, coming at the quarterback, whatever it might be. Uh, Nick Needham is going to go out there and bust his ass and he's going to prove all his doubters wrong.
1: I love that this is um, Jalen Ramsey love gift wrapped in a uh, Nick Needham update because I think the most exciting thing I heard from McDaniel was saying that they're not at a point where they don't think there can be an injury setback. Like there's no fear of him re-injuring this from being on the field. And hearing that, man, just knowing that when he's going to be ready, it's going to be ready and we aren't going to get that. I mean, for me, it was the Ryan Tannehill – He suffered the injury in season, but then what forced Jay Cutler onto the team was, I think he was just running a bootleg in the middle of practice and he re-injured it. So hearing that from Mike Daniel is so awesome. It is such a relief and I'm looking forward to having him back. Again, got to throw some more Nick Needham in here too. I think the Vic Vangio defense does a lot more for cornerbacks. When you go back to that Brian Flores defense, Brandon Jones, and I'm just saying this jokingly, he was Blitz boy, right? it's the quarterback we you don't have to do too too much now he had those instincts he was relying on in that Florida's defense isn't the same where Nick Needham you know his instincts was I need to survive I am out here on an island against God knows who I gotta make sure that if this guy catches the football um he's not going to escape me I need to do everything in my power to make sure he does not leave the island I think it's not going to be as intense in the Vangio system I don't know if I'm think it's gonna be a cakewalk to adjust but i think it might be a little easier than we might expect uh just because i think the positions uh, are approached a little differently
0: the longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards the longest field goal ever missed also 76 yards why bring this up because knowing your limits matters both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70 yard field goal it probably won't go well So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Yeah, I'm just glad I haven't seen this quote because, I mean, just hearing Mike McDaniel say that they're not at a point where they can see any setback. I mean, that's just the old Dolphin fan in me just sitting there, you know, the, I guess, uh, traumatized Dolphin fan in me just saying, oh, God dang, don't say that. Um, I was surprised, and tell me if you are, um, I looked up his stats. He only has 52 total tackles, six interceptions, and a touchdown. And I, I don't know, man. Maybe we're so stoked on what Nick Needham is that in our head, like he's been on this another level because I saw 52 total tackles and then the six interceptions. And I'm just like, I feel like, I feel like he's done more, right?
1: Well, so he didn't play last year. So six interceptions in five years. No, I, I feel that. No, I definitely get you. But, I mean, you got to think what? 2019, Xavier Howard stole the interceptions. Like, nobody's going to get any if he's going to have 11, right? He's just going to take them all for himself. And, and I also
0: missed the point. He started 27 games in, and he uh, appeared in 56. So, I guess, still saying that, 52 total tackles, I just feel like Nick Needham's been more of a presence in that over these last few years. Uh, again, it, maybe we're just hyped up on him. I think fans have always been more hyped up on Nick Needham, if we're being honest.
1: Oh, absolutely, and it's a great story. Just write the, you know, undrafted rookie that, Brutal defense he in 2019. He took punch after punch and just dealt with it. And we're hyping him up because of that. Um, I wouldn't say he's anywhere in the stratosphere of Xavier Howard and Jalen Ramsey. What I'm saying is, uh, there were a lot of zoom-ins on Kelvin Joseph during the Eagles game where he had a very, very confused face. Very concerned, no idea what's happening. I'll tell you this right now: you will not see that with Nick Needham. I just think having that veteran presence and This is a roster that when you sign the Jalen Ramseys to big contracts, the Avian Howards, the Tyree Kills, you lose that middle class of, of veteran depth. All of a sudden, Andrew Van Ginkle, veteran depth, is having the best year of his career. Nick Needham coming back, it's going to be tough. I just want to see how he recovers from the injury. I'm not going to say he's going to come back and be the best player he was. But I just think those veterans play such a huge role. Uh, when you have the Cater Co. who's in his second year, when you have uh, Cam Smith, where Mike McDaniel has even said that the reason Cam Smith isn't playing yet is because they want him, they don't want to, lack of better words, have him be traumatized if he lets up a big play like that Jacksonville game in the preseason where he bit on the double move. So I think there's a huge mental aspect of cornerback, and I think just that alone makes Nick Needham an awesome presence to have in the room.
0: Yeah, Cam Smith, they don't want to um, get him out there. Is it, what I say, death by fire once before? And I think death it's death by, by fire. I actually yeah. did that as like a subhead.
1: <laughs> yeah, so
0: we'll see with we'll Nick Needham. I mean, I think that he's hungry as hell, and I think he's excited to get back out there.
1: One thing I do want to ask you, Josh, and I didn't think we'd be in a situation like this, but we spoke about it with Merrick a few weeks ago. You can activate eight players off of injured reserve throughout the entire year. The physically unable to perform list is different But now you have Isaiah Wynn on that list. You just activated Jeff Wilson off of it. Robert Jones was on it. River Craycraft's on it. Uh, Let me see who else here. You got to activate Devani Chan off of it. Jalen Ramsey and Zeke Vandenberg. So when do the Dolphins get to the point you're a little concerned that, hey, we have some guys here that might be out a few weeks. Are the Dolphins going to get their arm tied behind their back where they got to have some guys sit out four or five weeks, but you can't put them on IR and fill that roster spot? Is this a concern? Are we just getting queasy for no reason?
0: I don't think you're getting queasy for no reason. I mean, it's definitely creeping up there where we should definitely be queasy. Mm -hmm. I don't know that, you know, Zeke Vandenberg, I know we're all kind of hyped on him as an undrafted acorn, but I don't think we have to worry about um, the Dolphins, you know, potentially wasting a spot with him. But yeah, man, I I think it's definitely something to keep an eye on and something, you know, with every, you know, we're bringing back a guy now and you're putting a guy on injury who you're probably going to bring back. Like you mentioned, I mean, you don't really think about that at this point. You're right. You're just sitting here saying, okay, it sucks. We lose Isaiah when we're getting Nick Needham back. But a couple of weeks down the road, we might be sitting here saying, oh, shit, we can only bring back um, X, Y, or Z. So um, definitely something to keep an eye on. But I love how you brought up Devon H. And you basically said uh, he has to come back. You didn't even hesitate with that one.
1: By law. By law. It's, it's in his contract. He must come back um, as soon as possible. I think the report with him, though, everyone's fairly confident. It'll be four weeks and he'll be back. Joshua, before we wrap up here real quick. The Dolphins will be featured on in-season Hard Knocks. We get to see Tyree Kill, Mike McDaniel, a closer look at what this Miami Dolphins team is building in 2023. What are your thoughts?
0: It's kind of like a sour patch kid, right? I mean, you love the way they taste, but like at some point, you're a little bit like, "Ooh, like should I keep eating these things?" I mean, when I first heard this, I was like, "Oh no, the dolphins are on hard knocks. I don't want to see this." But I mean, all of us sit there and just eat up when the dolphins sit there and post these uh things on YouTube, right? Like these in-game things where they have the sideline and they're all mic'd up and um, you know, they're going through the game, recapping it from these like 4K angles, where you're getting these behind-the-scenes looks, like. We're all here for extra content. We're all here to see a behind-the-scenes look at the Dolphins. Um, So it was definitely bittersweet. I feel like there's some kind of jinx out there, almost like the Madden curse a little bit. But to be honest, man, I'm not even sure if I knew there was an in-season hard knocks. I don't know that I've really paid attention. Um, Stoked that it's the Dolphins. Stoked that they are that excited for what this team is building. But definitely a little bit queasy at the same point. What about you?
1: Oh, It's not your fault, man. The f- last year was the first year they did it, and they did the imploding Cardinals, so there was really nothing to really talk about there. It was just kind of so there
0: awkward. is a curse, so there is kind of a curse, damn it. Yeah,
1: um, uh, there's, there's a lot of uh takes along the lines of is it going to be a distraction? Um, are they going to be too queasy having the cameras around? And all I could think. Does anyone like having the camera on them more than Tyreek Hill? Like I know Tua uh, declined to be on that quarterback show, but this is just going to be in the locker rooms, in the facility. I think all these guys are used to having so many cameras, so many phones around them where I don't think this will be too, too much of a big deal. I think the team also gets the final say on everything that goes out. So it's not like they're going to be releasing anything bad. We'll probably get a good seven minute uh, Mike McDaniel rant each and every week. Bradley Chubb, Jalen Phillips. I think that's going to be a really fun relationship to see, especially in the, uh in the room together breaking down some film. So overall, man, I, I think it being a curse concerns me more than it being a distraction or them being uh actually like impacted by it. No, I I, I agree. Dumb brain tells me and and no offense by that curse. Yes, no, that is the bad part about this, because I kind of agree.
0: Yeah, but I I think I'm with you, though, as far as, you know, the cameras aren't going to make a difference. I mean, like I said, you know, every week we wait for whatever day it comes out, the theatrical, you know, recap of this game where they have all these cameras in their faces and things like that. Um, I guess I just continue to look at the curse thing and I guess, I guess we'll see. Hopefully we're never on it again if it's cursed, but I I love how you brought up how the team does that final say, because if Mike McDaniel wants the world to see X, Y, or Z, he's going to show it off. If they want to keep this motion or or this play under wraps, we don't have to worry about that, but I wonder how much, uh, you know, it's going to mean to us, or I guess how much more we're going to see. Right. I mean, we sit here and watch pressers. We follow this team, you know, as diehards, how much more of a look at this team are we going to get? So, I'm excited. Um again, didn't really have any idea it was a thing, but uh we'll be sitting here watching it, right, Jake? We'll probably come on here and do recap pods or something like it's the Bachelor and we're little schoolgirls.
1: Recap the recap, something like that. Um I can't Always. wait till they just decide the best with us where, you know, let's say Liam Eikenberg has a bad game. I know that's kind of hard to imagine, but then like they go into the film room and everyone's just like applauding them. Like they're, they're showing all these plays where he was awesome just to kind of like own everyone on the internet who just loves to get out there with their adamant take of this happened, that happened. I think that could be absolutely hilarious. One example, um, the Tua interception, Mike McDaniel came out and said everybody ran the right route, which I thought was interesting because everyone was Fairly confident on Twitter that Jalen Waddle just ran the wrong route. So we're a lot out of the know. We do not know anything. We are dumb football fans, and that's so important to keep in mind.
0: Yeah, and they don't want us to know anything. I mean, that was definitely like a congested route. So if that's the way it was drawn up, I'm they'll take a look at that. Before we wrap this up, I wanted to ask you, Jake. I mean, let's be honest. The Dolphins were already on Hard, Knock, Hard Knocks once. Do you have a a favorite memory dating pact, you know, watching it? You know, how many years ago? That was joe philbin squidward looking butt out there right
1: J, uh Vontae davis got cut yeah. that was a big thing i i honestly didn't watch it too much because that dolphins team wasn't wasn't too too much fun and hbo is probably a fortune
0: now. right i think hbo probably costs. i guess 7-11 uh was it chris hogan always open chad johnson you know he got us hyped up for a little bit but um this team's much different than those joe philbin days
1: yeah, yeah, a lot better personalities. We won't have to deal with Ryan Tannehill just kind of trying to figure out who's that's, in this division.
0: That's got to be why they did it, though, right? I mean, you mentioned Tyreek Kill and just, you know, the sound bites he's going to get. I mean, then you got Waddle who talks a lot of crap. You know, Tua has been more vocal. You got Christian Wilkins. I mean, they're definitely going to get their money's worth and content out of this, and uh, I think so will we
1: easy money is just taking anything like Christian Wilkins says, and then put something Vic Vangio says right after and just keep going back and forth to see like the different identities of this Miami dolphins roster quick tinfoil hat thing, man, uh, to go back to those two guys running the routes in the same little area. Uh, tinfoil hat I think Mike McDaniel trying to figure some things out about playing with cornerbacks eyes down the field I think he's trying to get maybe someone to get distracted and, and start following a second guy and maybe think the route's congested because if you look back to that Jalen Waddle catch that brought him down to like the two yard line uh, against the Eagles Raheem Mostert standing right there on that play too I mean there's only I mean if it's happening more than once I mean how can we start to connect some dots here I don't know
0: we can try. And I think for as much as you use that tinfoil hat, and I think you just hit a huge parlay, I want to see you with a tinfoil hat sooner than later because you got the money now.
1: I got to get one. I'll, I'll I'll definitely make it. It will have to be like a, one of those old-fashioned, it'll look like a sailor's hat just made out of tinfoil or something like that. But that is it. That is all the time we have here on another Dolphins podcast. Thank you all so much for listening. We will be back with Merrick later in the week. But until then, fins up. Fins up. <laughs>